so here we are back again and um, this time we have a really special guest with us. We'd like to introduce you to Yanis Morgan. Now Yanis we've worked with together on Hochanda so that's the Sky Channel and he's a presenter and we thought that you'd really really like to meet him. So how are you doing? I'm very well hello to you both nice to hello. see you. We're absolutely grand, thank you. So uh, delighted to see you. Oh, now guys, I um I actually subscribe to your YouTube channel and I watched oh. the first episode. I was very impressed. Didn't know Denise, you did um, landscape artist of the year, Sky Landscape Artist of the Year, which is amazing getting to be on that. That was cool. Surprises. Yeah, <laughs> I was really I was really impressed by that. So I'm looking forward, genuinely looking forward to uh, the next episodes coming out and seeing what you guys get up to. Oh, thank you very much. Well, it's really, thank really you. lovely to have you with us. And thank you so much for agreeing to join us. Um, first thing we wanted to ask you is we know you have a brand new little baby boy. And so I wanted to ask how you are, how your son is and how your wife is. Oh, very well. So my little boy, Archer, um, just before we started the interview, I brought him in. Say hello to Denise oh, and Jared. He's a, he's a good boy. Um, no, he's, lo he's lovely. He's um totally changed our lives around so yeah. being a parent is very very different um my wife and I are sort of sleep deprived constantly but um <laughs> we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have it any other way he's lovely they are beautiful when they're that age I don't think I slept for two years ah, it took ah. long things to settle I don't want to hear that Darren. I don't want to hear that <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how long it was until I had a night's sleep so we'll leave it there Oh gosh, this is even worse. You are going to be absolutely fine. It's going to be. I, uh, I do miss. I do miss sleep. It sounds very cliche, <laughs> but I just having a full night's sleep. We mm. um, occasionally one of us will like retreat into the bedroom and try and have a little bit of a rest while the other one's looking after him. But um, see, working at Hochanda, um, and I know you guys have been on early shifts as well on mm -hmm. the TV world. I have to get up if. Because at Hochanda, I know we're, we're going to chat a bit about Hochanda um, later on in the interview, but you have different shifts. And if I'm on an early shift, I'm up at four in the morning. So I know what it's like to be tired. It's a lot worse with have kids. You're just constantly, constantly tired. It's like being on a perpetual early uh, yes. with no sleep. But it, it's great. I do love it. And um, it makes it all worthwhile when they kind of look at you and smile. And he's got to the point now, he's, he's 13 weeks. And... Um, I think he's he's self-aware of his body and he of us as well so if we come into a room he'll he'll beam and laugh and you know he seems genuinely pleased to see us which is nice oh bless him yeah and it's only going to get better the more he grows the more he it's will true. interact with you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it'll be but interesting seeing his own personality coming through so that's a big news in in my life but it just dominates everything and you yeah. literally um before so i had new year's resolutions and i started in uh, 20, 2019, no, 2020, I started, I, I was learning Greek, I was learning the guitar, and it was all, uh, you know, every day, and all of that out the window now, just uh, my, I, they call it like baby brain, I think, is it mum's meant to suffer from baby brain? I've got baby brain as well, so you're just, uh, you're forgetting things, I don't, I don't have time for it at the moment. I think I you saw believe both Sharon and I laughing when you said you had New Year's resolutions and a yeah. baby, it's just like, nah, no. not happening. Well, it, was all going, it was all going so well I was like literally the very first time I committed to something and I was I, it was all working I was like this is great and then so that was in January and then we found out Archer was coming in in March and then lockdown happened it was really odd mm -hmm. so it was odd 
it was good and bad because my wife, she got to work from home and at the start with morning sickness, I think she was grateful to be able to just be at home and not have to be traveling into London for work. But um, yeah, it was just a really weird one. And then with the actual, I couldn't go to any of the scans during lockdown as well, which was, <sighs> yeah, that was annoying. And even for the birth, when she went in, I had to wait outside first. Uh, and then they, two hours later, they called and said, okay, you can come in now. There had to be a certain point where I was allowed in. So I was just sat outside in the car, like waiting to go in. So it was a, it was a weird experience, but it all turned out great in the end. That's tough, actually, isn't it? That is mm. tough. And uh, I mean, being away from a youngster like that, when you go to work, I don't know how close you are to the um, centre of your work with Hochanda. Mm. Do you have to travel up every time or yeah. do you stay home what do you do so I, I travel every day it's uh and it's a three and a half hour round commute for me so and that's with no traffic so thankfully during lockdown there were less cars on the road so the commute was wasn't too bad but now the cars normally i'll hit heavy traffic one way or the other depending on if i'm an early or late shift but um yeah it's a lot long time in the car um so i live just outside london and hochanda is uh, sort of based in eldor so it's about an hour and a half for me. Yeah, it's a long journey, isn't it, really? Yeah. So that means, presumably, you land up on the M25 car park. No, I, don't. I managed to avoid the M25. It's the M1. Oh. I go on the yeah. M1 back routes. But in saying that, the M1, um, that can be a little bit sketchy. One, um, mm. A couple of years ago, I, got, had, I was on the M1 and had my, um, my car written off. So I was stuck. Yeah. the cars um, in front were uh, stopped. I stopped and the guy, two cars behind me, um, decided they weren't going to stop, plowed into the back. And uh, it, made me, it, was, it made me nervous for the first time in my life driving for uh, mm, a good few imagine. months. I was, if I was on the motorway and anyone was braking, I'm constantly looking behind me. But um, thankfully, everyone was fine. I, I was okay. It was just my car that was written off. But um, yeah, I do a lot of motorway miles. So I tend to do about yeah. 20 thousand miles plus a year but you, you guys travel all, all over the place yes. anyway you know. it's much the same really yeah yeah, yeah probably the same it's not uh, on a shift pattern basis but it's when we do travel yes. we travel quite a while yeah mm -hmm. how long does it take you both to get to Hachanda oh, well I've done it in anything for, it's two and a half hours for me but if I get bad a bird bad journey I have taken five and a half Oh, see, that's horrible. Five so you see, you, are, you could fly yeah. somewhere for that. You could, you could be in Spain or somewhere. I know, I know. Yeah. It's not funny, is it? Because so no. it means that it yeah. extends the whole thing. Because I can't just think to myself, I've got a show at three o'clock this afternoon. I'll leave at ten. Because no. if that happens, you're really, really up the creek. Because we're required to be there, aren't we? Two hours beforehand yeah. in yeah. normal circumstances do you have to be there early before a shift I mean, uh, so yes we will we'll, we'll we'll get there an hour before our shift and then we always have for every show there's a prep meeting so we'll go and we'll prepare and uh, we'll talk to guests it's, it's all covid has just changed everything because in the past you'd go in you'd go in with the guest you'd all you'd all chat 
and now they're staggering it. So the team, you go with your producer, uh, you'll chat about everything that's coming up on the show, um, get, get an idea of how the show's going to go, what we're going to feature, go through all the products, and then the guest will come in. But at one point, they were keeping the guests, and they were trying to keep everyone as separate as possible. So um, I wouldn't really get to chat to the guests. For the last year, it's been harder to sort of chat to the guests before the show. Um, everyone's kept in their own sort of bubble, their rooms, so guests have their own rooms. Uh, presenters are in their own rooms like typically in the past we'd we'd catch up and chat in the kitchen and you just don't this past year you haven't really been able to do that as much and that must be quite difficult if you've got a new guest actually because it doesn't give yeah. you the chance to assimilate their personality and understand how to interact on the show does it yeah it, it's hard to build. It. yeah it's, it's hard because you want to chat beforehand build a rapport, sort of get and make them feel at ease. I always try and find, it's, TV's scary. And I remember the first time I was on TV and anyone who tells you they're not nervous before doing live TV is lying. Uh, now, I mean, now it's just bread and butter. You don't even think about it once you've done it a lot. But the very first time you go onto TV, it is scary. Um, so especially with new guests, I'm really conscious of how I felt the first time I was on TV. So I'm trying to sort of put their mind at ease uh, I always tell them my, my stock line is I'm, I'm your safety net. So if at any point you're nervous or something's gone wrong, all you have to do is bring me in in the conversation. I'll pull the camera. I'll pull the focus away from you, give you some time to reset because stuff does go wrong. And I think that's the thing as a uh, as a guest, especially someone new to TV, if the camera, all the attention's on you and it's not going right and law of tv if it's going to yes. go wrong it will go wrong on tv and say look don't worry about it. and also if there are mistakes tell me it's fine viewers at home understand their crafters they understand it doesn't always work out and if anything it they like it when stuff does go wrong it makes you look yeah. human so it does make you look human doesn't it yeah and, and from my perspective i wouldn't say that i get as nervous as i did when we first did it but I know when I come off the show, the adrenaline rush. So you know there's adrenaline going through you. So although you kind of think, yeah, I'm fine. I'm used to this. I know what I'm doing. I'm all prepared. I've got a banter going, particularly if it's a presenter I know. Um, and you've always made us feel very, very much at ease. Um, but you, you come off the show and you're just like on this, you know, adrenaline high, which is wonderful. I love it. You do, and you don't. See, that's the thing. If you work, do a late shift, you can't just go home and go straight to bed because there is that adrenaline, and you are on a high. But you do, you know. Funny you touch about like working with you guys and Ho Chanda. We say it a lot, and I kind of feel I don't want it to sound very um, cliche saying that there's a real family atmosphere, mm -hmm. and we become friends with with the guests. But we genuinely do, and like I consider both of you good friends, and that's why when you said would would I do the interview, I was like, of course I do do the interview with you. Um, so you get to know you get to know the guests, and I think that's nice of the presenters. There's not um, a divide. I've worked, I'm, I know other channels. I've worked at other places where a presenter is brought in last minute, doesn't really get to chat to the guests, and it's kind of very much on screen. You think that they're great, and then they disappear, and that's it. We we get to chat, and we get to build up friendships with guests at Hochanda, and uh, I think that it comes across on, on screen. Mm. We feel that when we come in. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yes. Well, how long have you been there now? Um, four and a half years. So what was your journey to coming into Hachanda? How did you, you become a presenter on Hachanda? And tell us a little bit about your, your background. So uh, I'm just a jobbing presenter. You know, I've, done, I've done lots of different things. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a crafter beforehand by any means. Started off as an actor. 
And then, um, and then I got a presenting job and I thought this is pretty good because it was regular. So, um, then I, so I started off my very first presenting job. I mean, I was an actor, I was out work and it was on, um, bit up TV. So it was, it was shopping mm-hmm. TV again. So I did that for a while, then left bit up TV and got a job, another presenting job, uh, for a kid's game show, a uh, computer game show. And that was amazing. So I spent a few years doing that and I just had all the computer consoles. I was in my early twenties and my job was to play <laughs> computer games and then go. So it was a daily show. It was low budget. It, it was equivalent of Wayne's world. If you guys remember Wayne's world, it was yep. like that. So I would literally play computer games, then go into the studio every day, talk about it, chat to kids. It was another live show. Um, all the, all the, shows I've presented have been live TV. And I think if you can do live TV, you can do anything. The reverse isn't so true. And I've worked with presenters who film pre-record and you've got a safety net there. You can kind of throw your hands up and say, well, I made a mistake and you go again. Live TV, you don't have that. And so, and I, I prefer it personally. I think it's nice. It's just what I've known. So did, did the uh, computer game show. Then uh, I got, I would class it as a break and start working at Sky. I did um, an interactive show at Sky called Sky Vegas. Then from there, I went on to Sky Poker. Uh, there I did uh, Gala TV and I just, the presenting jobs kept on coming. So the acting, although I started off as an actor and I love acting, I just kept on getting presenting work. I thought it's just regular work. So I'll take it, I'll take it, I'll take it. And then, um, so I'm also a writer. Um, I write film scripts and... I was at work at the time, so I, I, I was in between jobs. And invariably in our industry, you get to know a lot of people, you know, a lot of producers, presenters. And a producer who was working at Hochanda said to me, look, we're looking for presenters. Would you consider coming in and doing an audition? And at the time I was at work and I thought, eh, okay, I'll, I'll come in and give it a go. And I really liked it. So I went in, uh, liked the whole team. What I like about it is it doesn't feel like shopping TV to me. I, I was a little bit hesitant getting back into shopping TV and I didn't, because um, it, it is a bit stigmatized and you think sort of cheesy, selly telly. And um, went there and it was it was a craft channel and you could see it just felt like chatting to friends, seeing craft demonstrations. Um, we obviously talk a bit about the product, but the main focus was on the demonstrations and I really liked it and I, I started off initially as a freelancer and then they asked me if I wanted to become staff and I thought no I could do this and the rest is history. Oh we're glad you did. Wow. Well, it's one of those things when we come on to the to the show uh, beforehand we don't always get the information because it's we're third-party demonstrators it's not our products we're demonstrating mm. So we don't always get all of the information before we turn up. So we don't always know who we're going to be with, who's the presenter on the shows that we're doing. So when we get there and we see who we're with, it's just like, yes, when, yeah. when it's somebody we know and really like, like yeah. yourself. That's well, good. It's natural. And I think everybody, you do you do find that you get close with certain guests and you develop a real report i think we've got a good mix of presenters too so mm-hmm. it's nice that everyone offers something a little bit different very true very true we are very curious to know how on earth when we have our production meeting yeah it's all laid out on this long set uh-huh. and you you are faced with I know for a fact at one stage I had 120 pens on that table. 
how on earth when you have that production meeting and you walk down with the guests and we're saying to you this does that and that does this and this does this and you can use that for this and you've got five minutes to do that and you you mm. the presenters That's take brilliant. all of that on board how on earth do you stand there 10 minutes later and sound as though you know exactly what you're talking about uh, and exactly what it all does i have you, no it, it's nice of you to say so i think a, a lot of it is blagging um but equally you do you build up a a memory bank so when we start working with products when i first joined hochanda i remember watching some of the presenters and hearing them talk about embossing powders uh gilding flakes and thinking what are you talking about how do you know this you know i was just amazed that they had all this information because it is we're doing so many live hours and you, you very quickly start building up a, a reservoir of information a memory bank that you can draw from so that helps a great deal so we do and we, we all become crafters and i was not a crafter before i joined you can't help but get bitten by the craft drug so a lot of it you do my presenting style and I would imagine all the presenters are similar. When we do hear, when you've got a guest uh, as knowledgeable as yourselves talking about product, I will listen, I'll pay attention, and I'll try and glean the bits. When you say something and it really resonates with me, I think that's a really good point. I'll remember that. So then when we do go back down the counter by ourselves, because if anyone who's not watched Tochanda before, the, the way it typically works is uh, we'll, we'll go down the counter where we've got all the products laid out. We'll talk about the products individually with a guest and then we'll go to a demonstration. And then the next time around the presenter will sort of go down and do a very quick recap by themselves. So I'll try and remember everything you said that that's a good, I thought that was, that was good. I'll, I'll kind of store it in my mind. And then, then you kind of regurgitate that. And next time you go down, but then you've got that knowledge. So if we were to see a similar product or uh, that same product again, say you've done it a few times, you start building and you do, you do see sort of similar because the core staple of Hochanda, we've, we've got soft crafts, we've got paper crafting, mixed media, we get similar mediums, um, you get dyes, there's paints, there's embossing powders, there's, you start building up a knowledge very, very quickly. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I have been impressed that sometimes when I've come in to do a show, you've remembered some of those little tips that I said mm -hmm four months ago, five months ago, and you go, last time you were here, you said, and I'm like, <laughs> it just blows my mind what, how your memory works with everybody that must come through there. We're dealing with one or two products and a range that we understand, but you're dealing with all of it, which is so impressive. I think you do, you, you do, um, your brain adapts. It, it's funny because acting, when you have to learn, because I remember people saying if you're doing a play and you have to learn huge, huge chunks of um, script and speeches, your brain kind of takes it on board and you do somehow, you, you just memorize it. And I think it's the same with sort of presenting. You take this information and for some reason it just tends to stick. Not everything. And I, I've got to say as well, we do have a little bit of help at times with regard to like if product information like say with pens or something um you have got your team so your producer your director your floor manager who are there as well to help and especially the director and the producer in your ear so if we ever get stuck we have got that sort of safety net of someone in our ear to say so if you see a presenter going um or you've got presenter uh, producer sort of telling you the information you need as well yeah yeah i always remember alex saying that most presenters were schizophrenic because they're talking to the guest 
they're thinking their own thoughts about what they're doing and what they're going to say next and yet you've got somebody still in your ear haven't you plus actually you've still got the person behind the camera who might be giving you directions too I don't know how you do it all you've got to take in a lot of information <laughs> I haven't heard Alex say that but that's a good good point you are having to um you're having to take on a lot of information. You, you develop selective hearing because you're having to listen to your producer who is giving you information and you, you're not going to be able to just blurt it out straight away. So you finish your conscious thought while taking that information in and then you, and then you kind of regurgitate that as well. But yeah. you're, um, ages ago, I remember reading a report and apparently with presenters, they, they did a, a little test on the brain and your brain does adapt. So you can take on this information. One part of your brain is taking on the information while the other part of the brain is dealing with what's going on in the present. But apparently with it's called talk back, having um, an earpiece and the producer in your ear. Um, but yeah, your brain does adapt. In saying that, I've developed selective hearing. My wife, she'll try and she'll be talking to me and sometimes I might, I might not be listening. So uh, yeah, she, she tells me. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's known as selective matrimonial deafness. It's something that you can actually, it's its a technical term called selective matrimonial deafness. I've, I think I suffer from that. I've got to, I've got to see someone about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's, that's brilliant. If you'd care to pass the name of the doctor on, I'd be grateful for my husband too. <laughs> got to see a specialist, I think. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very severe case. <laughs> definitely oh lovely <laughs> yes all of the presenters um in in my experience of, of working with them just make us feel so welcome um so enthusiastic about what we're doing and how, how do you keep that enthusiasm going day after day, week after week. And as you said, there are sometimes similar products or completely different products. You never, nobody on the on the show, I don't think ever looks fed up to be there. Do you know what I mean? Uh, well, it's nice of you to say, and I'm very pleased you feel that way. I think genuinely, because we, look, as, as jobs go, I think we're really fortunate. It's not a bad job. We, what we do, we get to work with amazing guests and uh, we, we get to see fantastic demonstrations. I feel really, really privileged because effectively what we're doing, it's, it's having one-to-one -one masterclass with some of the best uh, crafters in the UK, in the world. And that's what we do as presenters. So it's hard not to be enthusiastic because it's not, it's not a chore. You get to work and it doesn't feel like work. So we, we get to see amazing demonstrations. You're picking up tips and tricks as well yourself as a, as a presenter. A lot of us, a lot of the whole team, and we say this on there, but genuinely a whole team, we do shop at Hochanda. I actually bought my mum uh, during lockdown. has been getting into crochet and um, she's made a few uh, bits of clothing for uh, Archer. And we, um, I saw this, we had a crochet um, show and this really nice stool and you, you can knit the crochet um, seat cover for it. So you get the stool on the cover and it was beautiful, really, really nice. And everyone came in, this is great. So I ordered it for my mum it should be arriving um, soon. So we shop as well um, mm. from there. It's just, it's a nice, it is a nice place to work. It doesn't feel, you never get to work and you're like, oh, I've got to go to work. I mean, there's some jobs, it is hard graft. And I feel okay. for, you know, you think in lockdown, you, you 
we were um, thinking about the NHS staff and still are, you know, oh, that hard graft. That really is working really, really hard, long, long, long hours. And that's graft and, you know, really making a difference. I have so much admiration for them. My job, you turn up and you chat with lovely guests. You get to see great demonstrations. You know, it's, it's not hard graft. It's very easy to be enthusiastic because I think all of us genuinely like what we do. And I think we appreciate um, we have a great job. We're very fortunate. Mm. Oh, well, I think we'd both echo that with what we do, wouldn't we, Sharon? Yes, yes, yes. It's not a job, is it, really? <laughs> I don't feel like I'm working a job. So mm. how lucky is that, really? Oh, I, I mean, look, life. looking forward, um, I believe from the announcements this week that the channel's changing its name. Have you heard the announcement? Yeah, this is mm-hmm. big news. So as of April the 1st, it's going to be the um, the craft store. I think it's a, I think it's a good move. Um a few, I know, um, seeing some messages, people are sad to see the Hochanda name go. And I get that. And obviously Hochanda has a very, the name Hochanda has a very special place in my heart as well. But it's, nothing's changing. It's exactly the same. We're the same channel. Some people ask me, are we moving channel? Not moving channel. All the presenters are the same. All the shows are going to be exactly the same. It's literally like having a car and just getting it sprayed a different color. That is it. So but where I think it w- will benefit, because the amount of conversations I've had, people are saying, so what are you doing these days? I'm presenting on Hochanda. A, a lot of people, if they just see it, they don't know how to pronounce Hochanda. So like, how do we pronounce mm-hmm. that? Um, some people think it's a Japanese name for some reason. Yeah. And I kind of get that. And uh, people, because it, it's an acronym, it's the home of crafts, hobbies and arts. But people who don't initially understand that, having the crafts store, it's, it instantly, you look at it, you know exactly what it is. So um, I think for anyone new to the channel, they'll, they won't miss us, which is good. Because what we don't want is people maybe going down the Sky Planner or, or wherever you're watching us, Freeview, seeing down the guide, and then just seeing Ho-Chang not getting where we are. At least the craft store, you'll know if you're a crafter, this is a place for you. Yeah, I, I get that, actually, because with clients that we have, and we tell them that we're going to be on the channel. When you say the name, they look at you askance and you yeah. always, always have to explain it. So not having to explain will be really cool. And it might mean that people are more likely to pass the word out there to their friends. It's easier. It's yeah. to remember. Yeah. Because the amount of times yeah. we've been at the NEC, um, feels like ever forever since we did a live mm. show. But um, when we're at the NEC and I'll be talking to people, and they'd come over. And the NEC, uh, we did the craft show at the NEC. That is a core demographic. I mean, we are a craft channel, and so many crafters, we're the cha- we're a channel for them. You've got to think, as a crafter thing, I'd love a dedicated craft channel. That is what Hochandra and the craft store are. And they haven't heard of Hochandra. I think it's, it's I'm amazed. I was like, have you not heard of us? You know, so it's nice that um, now, hopefully, the name get out. I mean, Considering we're only the, as a channel five and a half years old, it's what Hochandra's achieved in that time has been phenomenal, and I've seen it grow. So I, I joined um, about a year after, well, yeah, just a year after it started. No, about six months after it started, and um, so I've seen the full evolution really of the channel from when it goes. And the hardest thing starting a shopping TV channel is very very hard, and typically most mm-hmm. shopping TV channels tend to fold within the first year. So um, for what Hochandra have achieved is incredible. And it just goes from strength to strength. And the brands we're able to offer, I mean, international brands now, it's really impressive. 
I remember when they moved from their the original premises yeah. to the new premises, and it just kind of took on a new polish, didn't it? It was just yeah, so much has gone on. It's been incredible. Moving to new premise, so dedicated uh, building. They built the studios for Hachanda and it was a massive, I mean, massive, massive investment. But um, that was incredible. And I remember the move as well. Well, um, didn't they do the move overnight? Because you were on TV, you know, yeah. till seven o'clock one evening and next morning you opened on, the, you know, so that everything moved overnight. And when we initially came in, we because there's two large studios, we have Studio One and Studio Two in uh, in our building. And we were just in Studio Two initially, which is the smaller of the studios. And then we moved on to uh, Studio One. But um, yeah, it was, I mean, the logistics of doing that were incredible. I mean, we... I didn't see the overnight bit. That was the team behind the scenes. But I remember coming into work the next day and, um, yeah, the whole team, everyone was excited for the new studio. It's like moving into a new house. You're getting around, looking around, mm. seeing everywhere. So that was really exciting. I remember I had a show. Um, it might have even been the first morning, but mm. it was the f if it wasn't the first morning, it was the first time that particular set in the studio had been used when I was there. And I was doing a Pebio show and you know how sticky and, you know, if you if you tip over a part of that paint, it makes yeah, yeah. quite a mess. And you had all these brand new worktops and all the surfaces. And I was terrified I was going to do something that was going to mess the setup. But I do remember that very, very early doors on that uh, the new studio. And they're constantly evolving in the sets yeah. now. You know, they're just getting better and better. But so many stories, you know, behind the scenes. And I remember when and we had we had a a situation I remember where some large um, suppliers went to uh, a sort of different channel, rival channel, and that was a big thing. And everyone was like, ooh. And then the rumor mill going as well. Mm -hmm. And one thing, and Hochanda, I've got to commend Hochanda, they always kept a very um, dignified response mm -hmm. because, I mean, we heard behind the scenes and we'll never talk about this on air, but there were rumors and certain people were spreading rumors saying Hochanda was going out of business and then it, the sort of dealings behind the scenes and none of it was true but it was frustrating so coming into work and that was a really tough period for Hochanda mm -hmm. because they had to uh, it was the best thing that could have happened to Hochanda first and you guys would have seen it so you you know coming into Hochanda throughout all of that but I think what happened with Hochanda it was a big shake-up especially for a, a new shopping tv channel but what it allowed Hochanda I think it was the making of Hochanda because it allowed Hochanda then to let in uh, diversify so rather than a select few big brands sort of dominating the schedule um, we have such a lovely mixture of, of, I mean, all levels, but it's more these small family businesses that were, yes. were able to come in. And so all of a sudden now every hour was different and diversified and bringing in new stuff and it was fresh and it, mm. it was challenging, but I think the absolute best thing that could happen. And now just looking at where we are now as a channel, it's, it's amazing. It's a team effort and behind the scenes, they work so hard, the team. They do. The whole team is amazing. And we've, we've both said before how impressed we are with the whole team. Can I just ask you, with what you were saying about all the new products coming in and the smaller companies, do you have any favourite products or favourite companies? Um, do you know, I, no, I like, I, what I tend to do, I, I, like yourselves, there's certain, certain guests that come in, you always look forward to seeing them. Mm -hmm. um, I would say with regard to companies, I don't have favourite products, but I tend to go... Um, like, I don't know if other crafters will go through this. You go through a period where you start 
using or doing stuff. So um, I have a lot of companies that I love um, and I'm fortunate that we get to play with the products as well. So when you're talking about actual products that I love, I mean, stamps, obviously, and it's more you're, you're sort of driven by the actual de de um, designs there. Mm -hmm. um, Product-wise, uh, for instance, now we, the Crafty Devils have a, a new crackle that I've been using that's really, really good. So okay. I, I'm tending to put that on everything. So I tend to like go through periods where you discover something on air and you're like, this is fantastic. So uh, I'm going to use it. But we, we genuinely have, so I, there are so many companies like it, like LeBlanc, you use stuff from LeBlanc, you love it. You've got Pink Ink and then I love their stamps or you've got Studio Light, but then you'd go to Rowandine and they do beautiful, uh, Katrina does beautiful embroidery kits. So right. there is so much on there. All I would say at the moment is my crafting up and before uh, becoming a dad, I was trying to really do a lot. And so in the spare room was kind of my, uh, my little uh, mock craft room. That now has been taken over by Archer and my crafting times, I, I just don't, I'm so busy. So going to work, coming back and then days off, it's kind of uh, involves sort of looking after him. So I'm not crafting as much at the moment, but I'm still, where, when I get a few moments, I'd have a little bit of a play. You'll get back to it. It'll only take 10 yeah. or 12 years. It'll be fine. Oh, in the next 18 years, I'll be back to it. Well, in actual fact, I mean, if you're brave enough, when the time comes, you'll get those things out with him when he's five like, and yeah. no, I'm, no, I'm looking forward to that. that. Yeah, yeah, I love that with my own son. That's really when I got back into art because he was yeah. looking for things to do. And I yeah. was saying, well, come on, let's get the paints out. And we'll have a go. And suddenly you realise how much you miss something. And that's yeah. that got me back. And I think that would be... Maybe the same with you. Well, I'm looking. I'm. I, it's definitely something I'm. I'm going to do, and I'd love to. I know how much he'll enjoy it because I know how much mm. I've enjoyed um, crafting, and that's something that I think we can all relate to. So I'm. I am still buying. I'm still. If I see something that I think he'll like, I'm buying it for him. Uh, the puzzle company come to visit us, and they've got a thing called the Magic Square uh, game, and it's it's a it's a great game so played it on air with scott we were playing it actually in the presenter room against each other loved it so much i bought it for archer and he's way too young to play it i've played it with my wife but i was like I did buy it initially thinking when he's old enough oh you know he'll, he'll love this so um you do i do if anything i see anything i think he's gonna like that and i know i've got the die cutting machine i've got a huge stash of uh different mediums and papers and rice papers and i'm just inks and all of this stuff so uh, hopefully when he's old enough, we can uh, we can start having a play together. Well, if you need any help, you've got two people here. Just a shout out. My only tip I would say to you is don't yeah. make him colour within the lines, please. No, no. <laughs> never colour. No, let him free spirit. Is that something we were you were you taught to colour in the lines? I was, and I wish I hadn't been. I think we spend. Um, 10 years of our life learning to colour within the lines and then it takes for the rest of our lifetime to learn not to. Yeah, that's, oh, that's good. No, that's very profound. That's very true, though. Mm. You shouldn't feel dictated. With crafting and art, there is no right or wrong. And there's, yeah. I think ultimately, if you're doing it and you're enjoying it, that's the main thing. So, and who yeah. cares what the people will say or think? I think yeah. we're hypercritical. We'll do something. And you know, if something hasn't maybe gone how you wanted, your eye will gravitate towards it and you'll know it's there. But someone else looking at it, they, they yeah. never know. This. They won't see it. Don't we tell do them. Yeah, yeah, we do quilting shows and um, guests will talk about the fact, you know, 
little bit of detail there and I, I never even noticed it and that's something actually I would love to do one day is get into the soft craft side of things and quilting I think I do shows like that and I think it's fantastic so creating the blocks I'm, I'm always now making bags my mum's quite crafty she um the other day I, I was um, talking to her and she was showing she'd made a bag out of a pair of my dad's old jeans so uh I think he's gonna miss Brilliant. the jeans but you know <laughs> that's the thing as crafters you do you do stuff and you learn it and it's that's one aspect I'd like to get into you need to watch quilting. That becomes very, very addictive. Yeah, I've been yeah. there. I've okay. been, and you, you find that you're in the car while, you know, as a passenger, <laughs> sewing yeah. away because you just can't bear to leave it alone. That's um, um, one of those things. You do oh, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you, you know. I you mean, have you got any questions that you want to ask us at all? Or well, I'm, I'm interested to know what have you got planned for your travels? I'm so good. The collaboration between you both is amazing. I was so glad to see you start your own YouTube channel. So I say I do subscribe. I'm going to be watching the episodes. What have you got Thank coming you. up? Can you, can you tell us what you're going to be doing? What are the plans for the future? Well, over to you, Denise, for this one, because this is really your baby. We have lots of ideas of, of what we want to do. And the premise of the Travelling Brush Dippers came about when we were in Cumbria and we were out and about painting um, in the beautiful lakes and it was just amazing. So ultimately our aim is to get out and paint and film ourselves painting um, and then have discussions over what we've been doing. Um, we want, there's lots of things we want to talk about. So we want to go places, where maybe there's a painting that you know you would recognise and go to that site and do our own paintings there and talk about backwards and forwards across the two. It might be one of us painting somewhere for a while, but ultimately we want to get together and do it. We want to actually be out together and meet up. Um, this, this country is so amazing. Um, um, yeah, we want to go around and paint it all. Incredible. Is there anybody on the way that we can find or snaffle or kidnap mm -hmm. really? <laughs> I can't wait to watch that's good. and like you say it's an incredible country so being able to get out and and explore it through your art what a journey I think you guys have got a lot of exciting times ahead so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the episodes oh thank you thank, thank you. you so much and we're looking forward to coming back to see you at Hachanda yeah hopefully tell us the new name we need the new name oh it's going to be so as of April the first uh, it's going to be the craft store Right, so everybody, we'll all be visiting the craft store and when you go along there and you have a little look, there'll be Yanis to greet you and to show you all the new products and hopefully we'll be there too on occasions, won't we Denise? We will, from time to time, we never know when we're going to get called in, we just get this phone call and then it's like, off your pop. Have you got, and have you got any shows booked in, either one of you soon? Yeah, I'm in on Wednesday, I'm in this oh, week coming, yes, yeah. Wednesday, I'm, trying to think. I'm off Wednesday. Oh, no, because we talked about this, because originally yeah. we were going to do this on Wednesday, I'm, I'm off on Wednesday. Yeah. And what, what are you going to be doing on Wednesday? I've got Derwent. I've got some lovely oh, Derwent lovely. pencils and paper pads, and so I shall be scribbling away to my heart's content. Happy day. have to come and tap me on the shoulder and say, Sharon, you're supposed to be working. <laughs> <laughs> Denise, I still, have, I still have the picture you did for me. Do you remember we were doing a show and you gave me the picture? No, have you? I do. And was that the one that you let slide oh. a little? I did. I had to fix it because you gave it to me. I put it in the presenter room and our shelf... Now, I thought it was straight. It wasn't. And then when I came back to it, it I did fix it, though. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, that little, uh, it's like a French bulldog. 
um, with a with yes. a dirty, it was like a dirty pour type technique. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, no I, I do love the dirty pours, and and hopefully I will be back in with Pebio at some point soon. But yeah, I haven't got any dates at the moment. Amazing. Well, I look forward to seeing you both, and it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. And anytime you want to chat again, feel free to give me a call. Thank, Thank you so much for joining us today from okay. everybody. Thank you, Yanis. Oh, pleasure. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.